Do you want to do this old school with the music, actually, since we are doing this sure, remote why again? why not? Why not? Let's get into it. And we're back doing it remote today. Our uh, second annual Zwischendingjahren between the years uh, coming up right before the uh, second year of the 2020 decade. Uh, and it's been an interesting beginning year to start the decade, to say the least. <laughs> I think that's a pretty safe thing to say. Um, but yeah, so it'll be a fun episode today. So hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here doing our Zwischen den Jahren episode, uh, bringing you a little recap of some of the good, some of the bad, and maybe even some of the ugly of 2020. But of course, we're going to try to talk about some of the great things that have happened this year. It hasn't all been doom and gloom and terrible. And we're going to take a look at uh, what we might think that uh, 2021 will bring for us and what we're hoping to get out of 2021. So without further ado, my good buddy and my partner in crime, what's going on, Jared? Hey, dude. I love the Swishenden, yeah. This is the best time, by the way, to, to be... Now, I'm not going to say to be alive. That's a little dramatic. But it's just the best time, because this is the ultimate relaxation time. I have the, usually have the full two weeks off, or like the full week off in between Christmas and New Year's. And that's my ultimate decompression time, for sure. What better way to decompress than with the Untranslatable podcast? So that's how I decompress after a long, hard day or during the long, hard day. Um, You can also follow us on Instagram, you know. Spread a little love. Follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Untranslatable One, the number one, please, of course. Pajolsta. And um, also Pajolsta on those five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Mm. You know, the Spotify deal is still pending. So until that happens, we'll still be taking five-star reviews happily. Do people still use Stitcher? I don't know. I don't use Stitcher. Um, but someone does, so give us five-star reviews on there. Uh, Merry Christmas, Chad. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, did you get, um, did you get um, anything good? That's I, what you really matters. This year, this year, I would say I have gotten some of the most practical gifts so Mm. i so they sound very boring on the surface but i will tell you they definitely made me happy uh and you know you're getting old jared when uh you get excited after getting a pair of socks i got uh, i got socks and i got excited i was like oh i need new ankle socks (laughs) yep yep i got some warm ones for the winter because a few of my old pairs got holes in them you know i wore them a lot in china Mm -hmm. last year last winter and they got a lot of wear and tear and so uh so some socks, a couple pairs of je- uh, couple pairs of jeans, uh, yes. those good old Levi's can't go wrong, and uh, uh, what else? Um, just a couple other little things, but it was it was good. Uh, I got my dad uh, quite the uh, smorgasbord of hot sauces. There are thirty different sample size hot sauces. My dad enjoys hot sauce. I do as well. So you know, so gonna definitely try some of those with the with sample them. size like that. That he'll find some he likes. And then mm-hmm. buy bigger bottles of those. That's what that's what I'm hoping. We'll we'll okay. have to see though if it's if so, it's because sometimes yeah. I, I like the idea of like the sampler pack personally, but then I'm like, you know, I only really like three of these, <laughs> right? And it's like now there's all these other ones that are going to sit on my pantry for a long time. I'm not I'm not you know 
shitting on your gift. It's a, it's a risk you you Just have to take with the with the san- <laughs> with the sample packets. You're you're good. Well, you know, it's actually funny that I say that myself because I I sent my my parents like a cheese plate sam- sampler pack thing, and uh, so I'm actually in the same boat. So <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see how they how they feel about that. Anyway, um, how about you? Did you get any oh. anything super exciting? Um, I'll say this. Everything I got was unexpected. Um, some of it, you know, I got standard stuff too, like socks, which I need and I'm very thankful for. But um, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I didn't expect that, but I'm not surprised or anything by that, obviously. But um, what I did get was an air fryer from my uh, parents. Ooh, nice. And I haven't used it yet because there's a whole, I mean, this was just yesterday. This is There's a whole process that you have to do initially, you know, to clean it out. To clean it? Okay, and, that makes sense. And it's just like, you know, it's it's just a headache. But um, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. I, so I don't know, I've never used an air fryer, but I've heard a lot about them. Do, have you heard about them? I mean, yeah. they're all the rage I, I, these I have a days. few colleagues who either asked for them this Christmas or got one, uh, I think, last year, um, and they've said some great things about them. Yeah, uh, well, I've heard I've heard great things too. I, I'll say this: on the box, they have these uh, French fries that have been air fried, and they look delicious. So, as far as the box mm. pictures go, you got me already. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, so, good good marketing, I guess. So I'm excited to to see what sort of uh, treats I can make in the air fryer. Um, I also feel free to bring some of those leftovers over sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I also um, got this is I bought this, but this is like a home gift that I got. Uh, I got a I got a Dyson vacuum cleaner. We've been talking. Sydney's been talking about like Dyson vacuum cleaners forever. I'm like I'm gonna get one of those things. Getting something and, fancy. Um, all right. I, so I used it for you know for a bit yesterday, and I'm like this. This carpet and in ground is going to be so clean for the next month and a half, <laughs> and then and then I'll be like, all right, I think the excitement has worn off, and <laughs> back to vacuuming once every month and a half. So yeah, that's those are the two that I'm the most excited for. Okay, nice. Well, well, Jared, I have a, a little something interesting um, to talk about today since we are doing it zwischen den Jahren. This will be a little teaser for our main topic later. Uh, I came across this article. Now, granted, this is from the Daily Star, uh, which is like a UK. I don't know if I would say it's like as far as like an inquirer goes, but uh, it's got some crazy stories. Um, Maybe. And so here's the here's the headline for you, uh, Jared, and I think this will be a a solid uh, way to to start the show, to start the uh, episode today. Roaring 2020s will be post-COVID vaccine, in quotes, sex fest, and in quotes, Mm. era of vice and indulgence. Mm. And you know what? I kind of agree to some extent, and I <laughs> You're wonder that's that's what's gonna, that's what you plan on it being for you personally, <laughs> not me personally. I think that's just I what's kind of going agree. to happen. That sounds about well, what I'm expecting. Uh, sounds like fun. <laughs> sounds like a good way to Sign spend a decade, up. Jared. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but here's the thing: if you think about it, so we had the Roaring Twenties a hundred years ago in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. What happened before the Roaring Twenties? Uh, Spanish oh, flu pandemic. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Which led up to you the know, Great Depression, by the way. <laughs> right. And so, can you can you imagine? You know, that was that was us a hundred years ago, more or less. I don't mm-hmm. really think we have changed that much. We have evolved that much as people from our. Would that be our great grandparents? Our great great grandparents? I were, think our. I think that would be probably great great 
Okay. So, so you know, they had the Roaring Twenties after the Spanish flu and everything like that. Yeah. I'm wondering, what if... I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, man. What if this might be one of the craziest decades that we've had in a long time? I hear you. I hear you. And I could definitely... I definitely get that. But, I don't know. I feel like something about the... Um, like the tech, the technological era that we're in, I feel like might Im- Im- get in the way of that a little bit. Now, actually, I don't know. Can no, I-, I guess I-, I get it though. I get it though. We, I mean, I, I do get it though because I'm itching to to go somewhere, to travel, to do stuff, to go out. Right. Like I like. So I guess I, I guess actually, I I, I, may, I think this time has really made us realize. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or reminded us that we need human interaction, <laughs> at least the people well, that have been yeah, following absolutely. proper protocols. So I guess let's, maybe I do get it now. Definitely. Let's let's take a look at this article a little bit more. I'll read through some of it and we can talk about it. Okay. Um, so here's, here's the subheading, Jared. Being stuck inside during the coronavirus pandemic has been tough for millions of people, and it could have a huge impact on how we behave afterwards, according to experts. And let me just say this, though, Jared, and this is not really so much related to the quote-unquote headline of Sex Fest and era of vice and indulgence of 2020, but I will say one one habit that I hope we keep moving forward is the mask wearing if you're not feeling well. If you're going out and you need mm. to go grocery shopping or do whatever, just wear a mask. Um you know, I feel like there are a lot of Americans that some will do it. I know quite a few of my colleagues have already said that's what they're planning on doing. Um, I, and then I, we'll I have a lot of other ones. I wish we could mm-hmm. also get past the culture of, and this is maybe like a work hard culture thing of like working while you're sick. Oh, yeah. Like, like you're point. being some sort of hero. I, I hate that. I, I wish yeah, we could go over that. But the thing is, I mean, you talked about how um, we're gonna follow, you know, the you follow history. History will repeat itself, mm-hmm. um, which makes me think that the mask thing probably won't stick. Because I mean, you are at least me personally. I didn't hear much about wearing masks when you're sick uh, here until the pandemic happened. You know, so that's kind of right. essentially news to me. You know, mm-hmm. and so I, I so but maybe maybe that's. Maybe maybe it'll stick for a couple years, but maybe a, a hundred years is a stretch for that specifically to stick. I don't know. I right. think the mask will definitely be more normalized for sure. Yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, because I think uh, just wearing one if you're not feeling well, uh, I think it can go a long way. Let's get back to this article, though, Jared, because there are definitely some funny and interesting quotes that I want to read from this. So here we go. So the rest of the 20 so this is according to the article here, the rest of the 2020s will be filled with and I love this term here, Jared, sexual li- licentiousness. Licentiousness. That's a new one. Yes, sexual licentiousness, which I think just means, you know, um just indulging, um, having lots of fun, maybe even in excess, yes. I would imagine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So so here we go. So after people across the world emerge from the lockdowns enforced by the coronavirus pandemic, um, an expert has predicted this kind of, you know, more craziness. So so the so the expert is uh, or so here the exciting prediction has been made by by Yale professor Dr. Nicholas Christakis in his new book. Apollo's arrow, the profound and enduring impact of coronavirus on the way we live. 
Social epidemiolo- uh, epidemiologist Dr. Christakis uh, says society will make up for lost time as soon as it's safe to. During epidemics, you get increases in religiosity. People become more abstentious. They save money. What's with they all get the big risk words? averse. What? I said, what's with all the big words? Abstentious. I mean, this is coming from a, a Yale professor, so I'm not too surprised, I guess. <laughs> Do you know what abstentious uh, is? Yeah, it would be like to uh, become more abstentious, I think, just means you are... Um, you're like more careful. You're more cautious. Yeah. You're, I did not know what it was, mm-hmm. but I just looked it up. And yeah, and it says self-restraining, not indulging. So mm-hmm. I, I'd say that's correct. Yep. yep. So, so yeah. So I just think this is really fascinating. He said. Now, what's interesting though, Jared? So as you mentioned, you know, we do have kind of a short attention span, uh, and we do tend to make a lot of the same mistakes we made in the past. And so here, uh, according to Dr. Christakis, he said in 2024, all of the pandemic trends will be reversed, meaning all it will take is four years and we will go back to mm. quote unquote normal, probably not wearing masks, all of that stuff. So we'll okay. see how this ages, so Jared, so in, in four years. You might be right. The same page. Yep. Yep. People uh, so will Dr. not Chris- stay abstentious. Right. <laughs> That's right. So, so uh, he says, and I quote, people will relentlessly seek out social interactions, with which I agree with that. Um, I agree 100%. Yeah. I uh, Dr. Christak. Uh, dude, oh, man. I want to go to a concert. Are you going to go to a nightclub? nightclub? That, that was, uh, we, I had a, that's, you know, I remember right when the pandemic started here in the U.S. at least, I was in uh, Chicago and I was there because I was going to go to a concert, which got canceled, which thankfully, but um, th- that was right. the last thing I was about to do. And I want to, I want to go to a concert too, but that, oh, I sure. feel like that's going to take some time for me to get comfortable with, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say so too. So, and here, here's the last thing that I'll read and then we can move on. But I thought this was a fascinating, fascinating article. And I think Dr. Christakis could be onto something. Um, so, and here, so let me end with this. So, uh, so he says, one of the arguments in the book is that what's happening to us may seem to so many people to be alien and unnatural, but plagues are actually not new to our species. They're just new to us as an sure. our generation of people. We're the plague. Uh, We've right. Been here In for his many book, years. he argues that once pandemic ends, these trends uh, tend to be a period where people seek out extensive social interaction, and which Dr. Christakis predicts will be a second roaring 20s, just as the case was after the 1918 flu pandemic. So there you go, Jared. If you could okay. just give me a couple of ham horns for the potential <laughs> new roaring 20s coming up, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. A lot of fireworks in 2021. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, I have it. So I have something uh, for you, too. So great there, obviously well maybe not obviously but the word of the year by many um i'm not even gonna ask you like get into it because the word of the year by many places has been obviously pandemic right but that's kind of boring i know it's like I, yeah i know because I, I like is it just the most popular word of that year or something or i feel like it needs to be a word i, I always thought it was more like a word that kind of like explained the year somehow or right. like so- summed up the year. I mean, I guess pandemic or does, the most but... frequent, maybe most frequently. Well, I guess used all of that word. would lead to pandemic. Then I would imagine. Right. Anyway, yeah. I, here's a word that I've been hearing a lot recently, and this is my word of 2020, and I still don't really know what this is. What the hell is a monolith? Do you know what a monolith is? I've I've heard the word. I, have you I'm heard about all these monoliths that have been all over the place? Well, so mono is one. I don't know what a lith is. <laughs> Let's try good. to figure this out here. That's very Mono- good. Oh yeah, yeah. The monoliths, the 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 metal pillars. 
Yeah, so uh, apparently a monolith there was... is a geological feature consisting of a single massive stone or rock, such as some mountains or a single large piece of rock. Uh, monoliths, yes, the, I just the 2020 under... monoliths. I, I just do don't know understand the like what a monolith is, and like what mm-hmm. what the significance of it is, and what like what the big deal is, because it's just like a like a, 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 a you know a, a man made like box essentially. In the yep. middle of nowhere. Did you hear that there was... The reason I brought this up today specifically is because first, I've been hearing about this forever and I never brought it up because mm-hmm. I never really knew what it was. But it's just getting ridiculous now. This is now turning into... Um, like, I, I don't know. This is ridiculous. There was one in San Francisco. Even in Michigan. There was one in Michigan? Yeah, I think so. There yeah. was one in San Francisco yesterday that was made out of gingerbread. Nice. There was a gingerbread house monolith in uh, San Francisco. It's getting out of hand. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I don't even know what this is or what the significance is. What is like? What is it? So you know, in was it 2017 or 2018, Jared? When we had the trend, and it was such a stupid trend of the scary clowns popping up. Remember that? You remember? Was, was that? I mean, I remember. I mean, that's definitely a trend for sure. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing videos on social media a lot, right? Well, now it seems like these monoliths have kind of become like the, you know, big kind of social media thing. But someone just puts them up. That's why I don't understand what the big attraction is. Right. So here's the crazy thing, Jared. I have a list. This is from Wikipedia. But I have a list, uh, and I'm not going to go through all of them. But there is a ton of, I mean tons and tons of countries where this monolith has been i mean and it has been on numerous continents it's been in africa in morocco uh like 10 or 11 countries but the in monolith Europe. that we see on wikipedia is like an actual natural occurrence like a geological occurrence right like the a monol- true monolith yes but the these are all man-made we're seeing on social oh the, these are all man-made ones that you're mentioning yeah aren't, oh, aren't they? oh okay no, well, no. Bec- Wait, are the rock formations man-made? No, no, no. The rocks aren't, but the metal ones. Yes, um, sure. Yes, yes. But I think the ones on, on Wikipedia, those are real, like, real monoliths. Can I say real monoliths in the sense that they're geological formations? Not the, not the gingerbread, not the same category as a gingerbread monolith in San Francisco? Right. So, yeah, there, there's definitely a big difference there. The, the legit ones would be the actual, as you said, the actual geological, you know, what, what naturally occurs. But these are, these are man-made, um, like the ones from 2020, Jared. So right here, in, in late 2020, the appearance of a series of metal columns was reported internationally, uh, often referred to as monoliths. These uh, sheet metal structures began to be constructed in the wake of the discovery of the so-called Utah monolith, a similar metal pillar that was placed in a remote canyon in Utah in the United States. Um, so I, I'm not really sure like, why, why does that go were... viral? Who cares? I don't understand. <laughs> because I think it's just because it's random. Some people speculate that it's like uh, it's an alien put it there. Well, that's what they say. Well, I, I, that's what I. Th- thought a, I, th- I thought a monolith was maybe in like in like a sci-fi or something as like some sort of portal to a parallel universe or something like that and and that's what it's supposed to represent it could be and it's like Who did knows? an alien put this down or is this just uh someone trying to go viral for the gram i don't I'm i just, mean i've been hearing or, so much about or, monoliths and i've literally go ahead or 
or maybe it's aliens trying uh. to go viral on the gram. <laughs> that's, I mean, I mean, aliens. If, if if that's so, aliens are smart. They know how to get our attention. <laughs> right. No. No kidding. I've just no been kidding. hearing so much about monoliths in the past like four or five months, and I've never heard that. T- like, I've never. I, right. I've heard it used in the sense of like. Um, like black people are not a monolith, you know, we're not all one, but then that doesn't even make any sense. One structure. Yeah. I, I think guess it so. would just mean one where I think it just means we're just all not the same. Sure. That, I mean, it made sense to me in that form, yeah. but I, I've never heard it in like the literal form of it being a, uh, you know, a physical structure until right. this year in 2020. That's my and, word. And the very tail end too. I don't think they, it really started until December, right? I think, I'm, I think, I'm, I feel like it was earlier than that. But it was definitely. Are you sure? Maybe, maybe not. But I feel. I, I just, I'm just said looking I feel. online. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm looking online right now. Uh, at least, and this is all on Wikipedia. It seems like they're Dude, all crazy. in December. They're that's crazy. All, literally, all of them. Hold up, here. I'll do. I'll do that fancy. That just little, shows you, know. you. That just shows you like how fast social media moves. Because I'm like, yeah, this has been like the fast the pla- uh, past four months, right? <laughs> like, no, this started six oh, days ago. Oh, interesting. So, so here, so listen to this. I didn't even realize this. Okay. So it is thought that the structure, by the structure we're talking about, the monolith in Utah, it is thought that the structure was installed. So installed, meaning it wasn't aliens, unfortunately, Jerry. But I mean, aliens uh, can install things uh, too. Well, that's true. Um, uh, between July and October 2016, but it only attracted media attention after its existence was reported in November 2020 by state biologists who mm. discovered it during a helicopter survey of wild bighorn sheep. I mean, sheep. if you're trying to go Soon viral, that's a long... <laughs> that is. A long hey, process. some people are trying to play the long game here, Jared. Some people are, you know. But but listen to this. So soon after the Utah dis- di- quote unquote discovery uh-huh. on November eighteenth, reports emerged on social media of similar metal columns being found in other places throughout the world, including locations across North America, South America, Central America, Europe, and Africa. Mm-hmm. So and now, so yeah, it, it is a very twenty twenty thing, though, for sure. Um, it's super random just yeah. having these like metal pillars pop up in random places. Yeah, and I, I just don't understand why people find it interesting. I, for the life of me, I can't figure that out. <laughs> because it's random. <laughs> I think that's why. Just because it's completely random, right? I guess so. I guess so. I mean, this this shows you... this. I mean, just me not under, ex- understanding it kind of shows you uh, how out of touch I am with social media. I just don't understand mm. how it works, I think. I think that's that's on me, you know? And I, I'll, old, I'll take Jared. that. We're getting old. What can yeah, I say? I guess well, so. Well, buddy, uh, I have a shout out for today. Okay. So if you wouldn't mind. Spread a little love. And actually, this shout out really, um, you know, Jared, I've been listening to a lot of like radio stuff, uh, old radio stuff on YouTube. Like and what? Uh, um, all, just all sorts of different like radio stuff, like uh, um, oh, what's radio the name shows? of the guys now? Yeah. Uh, well, and also like. Click and um, clack the car guys. Uh, actually, I've never heard of them. I'll have to check them out. Oh, but okay. my, my point my point here, Jared, is uh, with this shout out here, I want to broadcast it as in like, I'm going to give this spread love to a lot of different people here. Uh, and that is because uh, this shout out goes to not only a lot of Americans out there, but also a lot of Germans and other Europeans mm. who have, even though we're still in, in the middle of this pandemic, actually... 
Uh, Americans and Germans and a lot of people have been giving to charity like never before, Jared. Um, so, for example, just in Metro Detroit, the uh, visits for partner food tr- uh, pantries um, have been up about 50%. The wow. need obviously has grown. And uh, the monetary donations to the food bank are on pace to top last year's contributions, helping to fund a larger storage space and new mobile distribution sites required to distribute food safely during the crisis. And it's just really amazing how many people who have uh, donated, as you mentioned on our, I think our last episode or two episodes ago, as you mentioned about uh, Mackenzie Scott uh, donating, you know, about $4 billion in charitable contributions, right? Um, so there have been a lot of Americans, Jared, who have uh, been very uh, generous and gracious with their money. And Germans have also been donating a lot more this year. Um, and so I think that's great. That's absolutely fantastic. I guess I have one, one last thing to say here, Jared. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So I just want to say thank you to all of the people out there uh, who have been uh, generous, not only with their money, but also with their time, whether that be volunteering to help out. Um, 2020 has really been, uh, not to be cliche or anything, but it has really been a trying and difficult year for a lot of people. And, uh, and I want to give our uh, heartfelt thanks here at the Untranslatable Podcast to all of the people out there who, ha- who have been donating uh, and helping out our friends and neighbors in need throughout such a difficult time. So I think it's absolutely fantastic. So shout out to all of you, um, and hopefully some good will come your way because you deserve it. You betcha. That was beautiful, Chad. Thank you. I don't I don't even know where to go now from, from there. Untranslatable. You know what else is beautiful, Jared? Some untranslatables, <laughs> okay. that's for sure. So um, I would like to... Well, this is the untranslatables, which is where we talk over sayings, idioms, uh, untranslatables that don't translate specifically to English, but they do have some meaning, and we try to figure it out. We try to decipher it. Chad, I hear, I have here the list of the uh, top slang terms of 2020. Ooh, I perfect. feel like uh, we we should go through some of these, seeing as this is a fisher than yarn. We're doing a sort of a recap of 2020. I want to see absolutely should, and this is perfect because there's a good chance we're not going to know a lot of these. <laughs> I'm, so I'm we'll now I'm really to, excited. So we'll still have to try to decipher these all the same. Um, can you think of any slang that comes off the top of your head from 2021 uh, for this year? I could think yeah. of like period with a p e r i o d t. That um, which I still don't really know how to use properly. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, can I also, don't either. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I shouldn't have even asked you that. We'll just go, get into what the list is t- has has uh, to share with us. Oh, actually, funny. One of them is period. Uh, extra. Oh, okay. Extra is just like you're being over dramatic. You're being yes. you're being extra. You're just being yeah, more over than the you top. need to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's an easy one. Is that a 2020 mm-hmm. word? I guess so. Maybe it is. Maybe this year has been extra. <laughs> Period I would say. is definitely a it <laughs> twenty twenty word. And do do you know what that means? Or at least guess guess Period. what that means? Yeah, and it's people just fun will say, say so. Um, so it, it's all it's followed by someone will say, "And that's on," and someone else says, "Period." Period. Yeah, uh, you know that's is, is that just I I don't know. Is it like full stop? I don't know. Like word? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there you go. 
is a okay. word used at the end of a sentence meant to add emphasis to a point that has been made. So essentially, just like okay. saying period does, you know? People say right. period to kind of be like, right. point has been made. But this is the cool young version, period. We're getting old, uh, Jared. It's often regarded as a more extreme or intense version of period. It's <laughs> According to who? It's often uh, preceded by the word the in youths, that. The Jared. <laughs> that's true according to who the and that's, that's whose opinion really matters <laughs> let's be honest and, <laughs> right and exactly. it's often uh preceded by the words and that's on to add further emphasis so preceded means mm. it comes before yeah so so it goes perioded and that's on is how you would say it that's or what they said it, and that's on period well that's what i would think yeah, but they I don't said know. it's also often oh it's often it's preceded by the words and that's on there we go so it is in that's on period would you try to use that one? No. No? Definitely not. You know, we, no. you would never try to... Th- we, we could have a situation where, um, where, I, where I, maybe I'd be schooling someone on our hot podcast here, and I'd be like, listen, listen here, everyone. You don't... This is... We're, we're the king of these streets. We're the king of the podcasted streets. Chad, and that's on... Period. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yes. Uh, that's perfect. Snatched. Do you know Snatched. Mm-mm. Wow. I mean, it means taken. Do you really? Well, can you can you try to guess? This is the know. untranslatable. Uh, does segment. it mean? I mean, does it mean you're uh, heavily under the influence of certain substances? No, no. You're snatched. So, um, I, I have no idea. So it's like uh, you and I are about to hit the club, and I come pick you up in my Miata, and I and I'm and you you come out, and I'm like, and I'm like snatched. You are snatched. That outfit is snatched. You're looking fly, there looking sharp, there looking go. good. Yeah. Look like a million bucks, Jared. There's a second form of it, though. This is a very versatile word. Um, it can also be, uh, I can't believe, oh, hold on, I'm trying to figure out this. Uh, then I said, oh, here's an explanation of how, how the second, oh, the second refers to the process of supporting an insult, someone who lost an argument. So it's like it was like it's like so it's it like, like boom roasted exactly you dumb yeah and you okay. and, and your mom ugly too and your house your house is bad your house Ooh, is ugly snatched <laughs> exactly snatched snatched and then and then that's kind of like Got you know what it, you know what it kind of is maybe it's what? like the 2016 version or maybe 2015 version mm-hmm. would be drop the mic mic drop yeah. I think that okay. that is is maybe a word snatched. of the past. No one says mic drop anymore, but I think snatched is a common day. Speak mic for drop. yourself. I use that on the yeah. regular, and and it shows your age. <laughs> <laughs> um, wig? Have you heard of wig? Is where uh, is, that's is that just your hair? Your hairstyle? I don't know. Um, but it's like an exp- exclamation. Think about how wig is used as an untranslatable in the United States. And then it's a shortened version of that. Wig. It's a, like a it's a um, exclamation chat, as I've said. <laughs> I realize I'm okay. repeating myself. And it's like um, so. So maybe it's like um, maybe it's like you see the newest, hottest guitar on, and and mm-hmm. you know one of your friends got it and posted on their uh, on their social media, and you on would comment gram. wig exclamation point. I want I want it. I'm jealous. Envious. Keep in mind this is relating back to a untranslatable that is very common in the United States regarding wigs coming off one's head, maybe. 
I got nothing. What is you it? You never heard of the untranslatable uh, blue, like, blew your wig off? Uh-uh. Blue one's wig? No. Okay, well, that means to be very excited or shocked, Chad. Oh. Well, you blew my wig off with that one there, Jared. You know what? You, you, know, listen, <laughs> you know, listening to you try to, uh, or terribly decipher, you're better at deciphering untranslatables from random languages than you are deciphering the words of our, com- oh, for sure. our people here in the United States. And when I listen to you terribly translate these, it makes me go, big yikes. Uh, big yikes <laughs> which is the next word of 2020 big, big yikes <laughs> are 12 year olds making these things up what is this oh big yikes oh man chad chad listen to chad it's like big yikes it's like it's bad, just a, bad it's news just more intense than yikes yeah you know? right yeah big yikes <laughs> i like that one <laughs> i thought i was posting it to my finsta but it went to my actual account yikes big yikes big yikes <laughs> I don't know why it makes me want to do that. I hope, I hope you start using that and continue doing the hand thing for big sure. Yikes. Big, big, mm. <laughs> big. Yikes. You know, this one I actually learned last year, thanks to my partner. Um, so, in my mind, this is actually a word of 2019, or maybe, I, maybe two years ago. It might have been a couple years ago. I heard this. Whenever I was, yeah, probably two years ago. Anyway, fit. And now, once again, keep in mind, this is a shorthand of of a word so fit it so so think of a a a common normal everyday word Mm -hmm. oh outfit duh fit there you go there you go yeah i knew that one yeah i like these are tricky though jared because they when you just say the word by itself exactly exactly. it's a little decontextualized so it's tricky it's tough too because fit i I don't want to just if i just say you know explain it then i'll just give it to you like oh i like your fit then that's kind of obvious Right, your um, outfit. But I, I, my, my partner uh, said that to me once, and I was like, "Fit? I don't, I don't, I don't even. What does that mean?" This, well, this yeah, was maybe, of course I feel fit. This was maybe feel you know, early 2019 or something like that. I right. was clueless. I was mm. clueless too. Big I, yikes, Jared. <laughs> big yikes. <laughs> big, big yikes. I didn't do the hand thing. Big, big, big yikes. yikes. <laughs> I don't know why oh I'm turning you into an Italian here, but do you like my Christmas anyways. fit? That's pretty, yeah, that's a nice fit right there. Oh, uh, this is a, I wouldn't say this is 2020, but this un, unhip source does say bet. Oh, yeah, that's like, uh, that's like prove it, right? Yeah, like or it's calling like, or somebody's it's like, bluff. Or it's like, yeah, I don't think it has to be that aggressive, though. No. I, I mean, I think it could be calling someone's bluff like bet, but I think it also be mm-hmm. like, hey, like I'll meet you at, uh, I'll meet you at 10 at the bar, bet. Bet. Yeah. That just means I don't think you'll meet me there at that time, no, right? No, I don't or, think it means that. I, th- I don't. No, I don't think that means I'll all. see you then. They he, and here they say you can use it in lieu of okay or yes. So oh, I just okay. think it means like bet. I'll see you there. Can Can I ask you? And this is probably a very stupid question, but when when did finna become like a very popularly used word? I think it's been popular forever. I, it's, but I think maybe why it's new to you is because it's probably more of a southern thing. Mm, okay. I feel like it's more of a a variation of like fixin too, you know. Okay, which right. is a very southern thing to say. That's true. And so well, I here, think I it's, can I can Google it. Let's see. But I, I, finna is not new to me. That's been around forever right. to me. Maybe though, yep, fixin too. Very good. In there oh you wow, go. in the late nineteen eighties. Dang, I was nowhere close. And then of course the second thing on Google search, Jared. I bet you you can guess it. Is finna a 
I have no idea what that means. Is finna a black word? Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I got what you're... Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, is it a but black yeah, fixin word? yeah, too. That's a weird question. Yeah, which makes me think it's a southern thing, because that's fixin' right. too is a southern thing. So that's probably right. why it's newer Next question, is finna proper English? Depends how you define proper English. Yeah, I mean, that's dumb. That's a dumb question. These are, I mean, I, of course it's a dumb question. These are the most commonly searched questions <laughs> on Google. Uh, fire. Ironically, ironically, is, Jared, oh. uh, a couple questions down was why do people say bet? People say my, bet um, means you are confirming that said plan. Interesting. My right. knowledge of the children's vernacular is fire. Oh, that just means it's 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 good. That's an old one though, isn't it? Yeah, but they say it, they say it's a 2021. Now this one is new is to it? kind of. Okay. This one is new to me. Uh, speaking of a 2021, um, cap or no cap? To cap. That's, I know that one. Cap, oh, you no do? cap means no lie. No yeah, lie. That's very good. No cap. Very good. You betcha. There's a couple guys I like on YouTube that that no cap. You know that's what they say. No cap. See, and so I've seen someone say like that's a cap. Like you can say that, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a cap, which means that's I a think lie. So, yeah, like that's a lie. See, okay, that right. one's new to me. Like I saw BS. someone. I saw. I, I I knew it had something to do with lying, only because I saw someone post something, and then someone was responding to it saying that's a cap. And I'm mm-hmm. like, does that mean you agree with it or that it's a lie? <laughs> it means it's a lie. <laughs> but now I know. Now I know. Yep, it's a lie. Mm-hmm. So no cap is like is like uh, like I'm for real no essentially. Lie. Yeah. No cap on the untranslatable podcast, Jared. That's for sure. All right. All right. Shade. That's not a 2020 word. No, that's an older one. I would flex. Say. That's not a 2020 word. Mm-mm. Go off. I would say go off is. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> is a 2020 word see i'm old school i still love the term go ham that's go like ham. one of my favorite yeah that's terms. like because that's like a t- it, 2008 term right <laughs> isn't isn't wouldn't go ham be like that equivalent of go off um, right because go off is like go crazy or or does go off mean more like you do you no i i feel like go ham is more like is like we're 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 gonna party or like we're gonna go crazy crazy. somehow yeah go off is more like is more like you're like like supporting someone that's like maybe roasting someone hard and you're like yes yes queen go off queen yes like you're like goading someone on (laughs) you're goading someone on you know so I think it's a little different than going ham. So maybe the person that you're saying go off to is going ham. And you're saying go off, yes, queen, go off, right. queen, to the person that's going ham on someone else. So to translate go off, it's like continue roasting the person you're roasting, right? It's a support of someone's, yeah. someone's roasting or ranting. Right. Um, okay. Have you heard that one, go off? I mean, I, I've seen like videos where i've heard someone in the background say it for sure i feel like i've only heard it or not only but i feel like the reason i say it like yes queen go off queen like that is because i'm i feel like one i feel like that came out of the gay community um Mm. and also is because um i feel like the most times i hear that being said is when is during um like one of those like drag race shows when they're doing Mm -hmm. like you know the dancing that they do i don't know what they call it you know, you don't know anything what I'm talking about right now. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> definitely not. So, sometimes when I do this podcast, I feel like I'm talking to my grandparents. All right, don't worry Thanks, about it, buddy. People, <laughs> people know what I'm talking about. They do this dancing, and they like, and as in like support, they say that go off. Right. Uh, here's another one: Luke L E W K K L E W K, not X. L E W. 
I don't, I don't know. What what does that mean? What does Luke sound like to you? What does they sound like a variation of? Look. There you go. A signature physical trait or a specifically carefully constructed outfit or appearance. So anyway, what so excuse me. So what you're saying is like, "Ooh, Chad, that the way that you have that gray hoodie and that uh sort of darker gray sweater, that's a t-shirt, that's a Luke look." But you'd say you look, talk- you don't say Luke. You talking about my fit, bro? That's a that's a look. No cap? You talking about my fit? Yeah, dude, no cap. That's a look. L E W K. Okay. Uh, I love this. Lit. That's that's not 2020. No, that one's been around. Low for a key, while. high key. That's not 2020. No, no. Salty is not 2020. That. Also, definitely not. Uh, slay. I don't think slay is 2020 either. To be honest with you, I don't think so either. Shook. Shook is kind of 2020. Especially, you know what, I think it's very fitting for this year. <laughs> Do you know what shook means? Yeah, it's like you're... Well, well correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, but actually, uh, I believe that shook... I am shook. Well, I, and I think I may have heard Donnell Rawlings say this either on Joe Rogan or maybe he was on even on the Theo Vaughn podcast. I don't remember. But Donnell Rawlings, was, uh, he was saying that um, shook was like a term that a lot of black people used uh, when they were... When they were put in a position like a where they felt term? uncomfortable oh, okay. or anxious, oh, okay. you know, like and 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 his his whole point on that podcast was saying that the way that white people express themselves about being shook and the way black people do it, it's just different. Like we, mm. you know, bl- white oh, people, sure. you know, that's classic uh, Donnell, <laughs> right? Right. A lot. Well, I mean, I just think about like a lot of my a lot of my white friends. You know, they would they would say, you know, I have bad anxiety. I'm anxious. I was paranoid. Whereas, you know, I don't know if in the, in the black community, if, if, you know, it's, it's culturally acceptable to be like, I was feeling anxious. Mm. I wonder if you would, it's more understood to say shook. I don't know. I understand. It's, it's like a, it's a blanket term that almost kind of just sweeps, sweeps under the rug, the real problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just used, and I mean, it is used as a, like a term for negative or, or emotional or shocked or scared or whatever. So yeah, right. I get that. Uh, I get that. Stan, now Stan is certainly not twenty twenty. That's an old one. Yeah, that comes from but Eminem say, back in the day. I would say uh, the idea of Stan culture is very big these days. Stan culture is isn't that just if you follow somebody, like not blindly, but like you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, blindly kind of. And and it, you see it you see it a lot on social media where it's like where it's like why are you sticking up for. For you know this person that's that you don't you don't even know this person and you're mm-hmm. you know and you're putting you're standing for them yeah like why, why yeah why you don't even know this person why you like you know trying to stand up for someone that that that's just some celebrity that you that uh that you you know watch their YouTube video so th- that's sort of the idea of stand culture so obviously stand you know it came around from the Eminem song which is like the early two thousands mm-hmm. but I think it became big again um, like within the past four or five years. But I think just with the, I wonder um, why that is. I I feel like part of it has to do with um, Beyonce because she has like you know she I feel like she she you know she has the, the, beehive, ba- the beehive isn't that, yeah isn't that her followers yeah and I feel like and, and also uh, Taylor Swift kind of has a strong stand culture the tea hive I I think just as social media has has exposed celebrities more the idea of, of feeling like you know a celebrity. And wanting to stick up for a celebrity and a celebrity representing you is a lot easier to do 
in a mm. culture today where you just have more access to these people's personalities and private life. That's my guess. That's fair. That's fair. That's uh, a so solid I don't know guess, if, I would so say. So I don't know if it's a 2020 word, but I feel like we saw a lot of it in 2020. Like, for example, the, they use Lizzo as an example. She was a very, mm-hmm. She's a very popular stand person. You know, people got on her the other day for, um, for promoting diet culture. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, can't do that. <laughs> God forbid you you ask people to maybe make some life changes and eat a little healthier. Yeah, well, that's Ooh, because you know, like man. people have decided that she's this and she represents this. So it's mm. like, well, how dare you now? You know, try to you know fix that. And were you saying that there's something wrong with being overweight? You know, it's like people just immediately take it very personally. You know, and it's like this person can do whatever they, they you know they want obviously right uh tea now spilling the tea obviously not a new That's term a good one. but it right. is very popular um and a, i and always think of that kermit meme of him of him drinking the tea mm, i guess yes which isn't quite the same thing but still that that's more that one is more like like minding my own business kind and of watching and yeah and oh i guess that's, that is the... what it is though because because it's like sips tea i think that's actually might be where it comes from maybe maybe it makes sense um because it is that sort of like i'm 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 you know like i'm i'm staying out of it but i'm still kind of nosy uh, right right i'm <laughs> sipping my tea here yeah 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 uh and it's just like the, it's just gossip essentially is is mm-hmm. you know like what's the tea is also a popular phrase where it's like what's the gossip yep. Uh, thirsty is not 2020. Definitely not. Yeet. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeet. Uh, yeet. That's just when you, in theory, that's just when you throw something, right? If you yeet something, well, see, that's you the throw only, it very forcefully. That's the only way I know it is like I yeeted right. myself or like I yeeted, like I yeeted myself <laughs> down the stairs earlier when I slipped on the, on the snow. Right. We got right. some serious Christmas snow, dude. That was great. We did. It was gorgeous. We got Absolutely. a solid snow for like two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, been nice. We so still yeet. have plenty of snow on the ground here. Same here. Same here. Uh, okay, this one I've never heard of. Sk, 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 sk. Say that one more time, Jared. Sk, 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 sk. <laughs> that, this, is, this is a microphone nightmare. Sk, 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 sk. <laughs> what, what, what is it? This phrase is also very versatile, but it is mostly a filler expression of excitement. You, it, was like, it sounds like it's something a cat would do. <laughs> right? No kidding. Sk, sk, sk. Uh, used when people uh, do not know what else to Skr- say. Or <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Maybe who that's knows, what it is. Knows. Or how to transition into a new phrase. It's popular among VSCO girls, Visco girls. I don't know what I've that even is. I've heard that term, but I don't know what it is. I couldn't tell you what that uh, is. No who idea. use it to express their excitement. Yeah, I don't really... Yes. Are you going to the party tonight? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh my man. gosh um these are the words of 20 here's a big 2020 word simp oh oh jared oh uh, are we gonna go down that rabbit hole today listen i'm just bringing up words of 2020 Ooh, I don't, that's the rabbit one. hole of the of the episode simp, simp, simp is a big one um and a simp for uh, those of you out there who have been living under a rock during 2020 <laughs> and uh, are first uh, tuning into uh, an- anything social media related, a simp is basically usually, uh, actually, I'm not even going to say usually, Jared, uh, we're broadcasting here. And I would say almost always a simp is a gentleman, uh, a, a, a guy who will simply do, uh, will simply do uh, a lot for uh 
basically you it's where you treat you put someone on on a pedestal you shower them with gifts attention affection is that um, where the term all comes things. from you'll simply do uh, anything for this person uh i've heard i've heard a few different uh kind of like ideas of what the origin of the word is i'm not really sure a simple to be honest person with you. lacking common sense yeah That's maybe what, but this I'm, is wikipedia i really should be on urban right. dictionary I was going to say, yeah, check on Urban Dictionary for me. Someone I'm who, does, who does way too much for a person they like. Brian yep. Shu the simp. I, brought, I bought her a car and a whole ass house, and we're not even dating. <laughs> Nathan <laughs> yep, the pimp. Like a simp. You a simp. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically... I, I mean, in theory, a, a girl could also be a simp, but I think generally speaking, at least in U.S. culture, Jared, I would say the dudes tend to be the ones who are the right. simps. Right, well, because it's, it's, it's the idea that it's like the man has to do everything to get the girl. And, and right. these guys are, are, are doing everything for girls that have no interest in them, thinking that if they do all these things, they'll get the girl just by doing right. things. And uh, I would say generally that is not true. And it's also, I I, you know, when I first learned about this term was probably... On social media, if you see like mm-hmm. maybe some some good looking girl post a picture of herself, and you see like some dude be like, "Oh my gosh, you're the prettiest girl in the world," I lo- yeah, and someone will just comment, yeah, and someone will do that'll be Simp. the next comment under. The- <laughs> yeah. Should I just start uh, using our Instagram and just commenting simp on random? Oh man, no, we got better things to do with our time. Um, but yeah, that that isn't. I will say this though, Jared, those I are the, do uh, think. Go ahead. I do think in 2020, simp, simp is a word that's associated associated a lot with red pill uh, and red pill culture. Sure. Or the crimson capsule, as some people yeah. also will Toxic call it on YouTube. Toxic masculinity. Um, is that would that be a word of 2020 <laughs> or would that be 2019? I, I mm. wonder. I could probably be 2020. Could it? Yeah. That, oh man, that term is just so problematic. Uh, Toxic masculinity. Oh man. Um, but but yeah, anyways, I do think the red pill has become a lot more widespread in 2020, and we can see that with this word simp, right? I think a lot of people mm-hmm. out there... Um, I th- Is it I when the say- terms, terms become common that, mm-hmm. that we know this culture is really penetrating society? Right. I, and I, I don't even remember... I, I should have asked. I saw. I saw my nephews the other day. I should have asked them if they knew what that was. I bet you speaking my older of, nephew know, speaking knows. Speaking of what simps that is. and red mm-hmm. and red pills, mm-hmm. I, I would say what also goes into that, which is a very twenty twenty term to me, is incel. No, I would say that of goes course. back further. Oh really? Oh yeah. Well, I oh, guess yeah. it started with. Well, I don't know if it started, but with that guy that like shot up the the college in California a couple of years ago. You remember that guy? And he had like this, I mean I don't remember that guy, but I remember hearing about the shooting. Sure. He had he, he had like this uh, note about like how you know all, all oh, these girls yeah, want to date yeah, assholes yeah, yeah. and and but no one ever right. gives him a chance and he's a good guy. But see, <clears throat> yeah, oh man, <laughs> we're we're getting into into all sorts of crazy stuff today, Jared. I would say, I mean for for those types of guys, I mean, oh, there's just you. you I think they just have the wrong view of what dating and relationships are. They have a unrealistic, <laughs> obviously very unrealistic expectations. Um, I feel like that's on the whole opposite end of the spectrum of a simp. A simp would be the person that's just always doing those things, you know, like always just showering people with, with like gifts but I or think affection. A simp, or, I think a mm-hmm. simp turns into an incel. Once a simp starts, once a simp simps for too long mm. and doesn't get 
what he wants or what he thinks he deserves. Right. Well, that's he's when not he going to get to what, an insult. Right. Exactly. Well, he's not going to get what he wants and what he what he thinks he I deserves. Know. And that's how you get an incel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But I think I think the term incel yeah. Well, maybe I wonder if incel maybe would have been a like a 2019 2018 term the, that has now led to simp. Mm. I wonder if it's I think, you know I what I mean. And incel is is the also the most like aggressive version. Mm-hmm. Like incel yeah. is like this kind of the school shooter version, you know? Right. L- like, like it's right. like so, so. Yeah. But for me, incel is a 2020 term. I'm not saying it is a 2020 okay. term. Right. But for me personally, I never heard of that before 2020. I feel right. like. What? Let's let's do this, Jared. What are what are um, our 2020 words mm. of the year? Like if you were to like think of five words I already for 2020. <laughs> That's just <laughs> monolith. Yeah. Obviously, yep. pandemic. Sure. Um, uh, presidential election, Trump, Biden. Is that all one? Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could group it as one group if you want. Um, I would say, um, oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of like big moments from, from 2020. Can you think of any other ones? Oh yeah. Please, I have a ton, a ton, ton of Please, words. Go ahead. Don't let me just uh, sit here in silence. Uh, Sometimes silence is good, Jared. Um, I don't maybe think not so. on a podcast though. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, my first word I would say would be uh, cancel. Uh, mm. One with cancel culture but cancel, and two. But twenty cancel culture is not a unique idea to twenty twenty at all. Like there was a I lot mean, of talk of cancel culture years before this. I mean, it's not, but I feel like it has become an even bigger thing. Mm. Number one and number two, just so many things have been canceled as well so that one has kind of a double meaning true dude there was that time remember when there was the the sweep of all all Mm -hmm. like previous black faces and they even sweeped an episode of um like like i remember specifically it was an episode of what's that show golden girls oh um but it wasn't i don't it wasn't blackface they had on like the face masks the black Mm -hmm. face masks but they sweep they're like nope too close to blackface get rid of it <laughs> right and it's like so i you know what i'm actually gonna agree that's a good one that's true there was mm-hmm. like that sweep of just like every sort of um thing that could even be considered slightly terrible right so so cancel i would say is probably one of the first oh, words i would have another uh-huh. one tiger king but not just tiger king oh yeah but just yeah. like the like the um Re- like kind of the beginning Netflix of it. reality TV in general has has really right. been uh, hitting its stride. Like I'm not a ne- I'm not a reality TV per- show person, but they're like Netflix is just like they're never ending with them. There's like the 90 Day Fiance. Uh, mm-hmm. There's the was that on Netflix? I think so. Okay, I I, I believe it was. I I believe it was. There have been all sorts of really good oh, no, series it wasn't. though. Too, no, it Netflix. wasn't. I take it back. But anyway, but this has just been the era of of like the reality TV show. I feel mm-hmm. like it's I, I feel like it's it's really just just um, what what's, how should I explain this? Like it's really just like I, I don't know how this is how it's becoming bigger and bigger, you know? Because it's not like reality shows are new, but it's just like it, 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 they just seem to strive. It's just mm-hmm. oh, you know, there's another Love After Lockup. That's one that I can think of. There's also um, Deaf U, which is about dating at, for people at a deaf university. There's mm-hmm. uh, Life on the Spectrum, which is dating for people that are on the spectrum. Uh, 
Excuse me. So there's all these uh, uh, these uh, all these shows, and this is from someone that doesn't even watch these things, and these are just ones that I can name off the right. top of my head. Tiger King was kind of a special time in 2020 as well when it came out. You yeah, know, everyone perfect was talking about it too because it was mm-hmm. early on in the pandemic, so people were right. kind of respecting it, uh, right. kind of respecting you know staying home for a bit. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was early on. Also, another big one, uh, The Last Dance. That was oh, a fantastic yeah. series mm-hmm. uh, on Michael Jordan and, and and the Bulls in the nineties. Yeah, which is uh, so so that was a big one. Uh, let's see here. So other words Kobe. I'm to think canceled. Oh yeah, yeah. Chadwick. Rest in peace. Uh, yep, yep. We just oh, to oh, name two what, that, off the top of my head. That's or what, more. Yeah, that's what I forgot was. Uh, I thought about maybe doing a list of a few of the famous people we've lost this year. Yeah, um, but Eddie I didn't want to do like another big of, one. I don't want to do like some sort of Oscar thing where we just have all the names right. of people that died. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad. <clears throat> Um, um, but yeah, let's see. I'm trying to think of other 2020 words. I mean, canceled is a big one. Well, let me just go Obviously, through. another huge one mm-hmm. is vaccine. I yes. think we have been talking about and waiting and the news and every vaccine. I think that's another huge 2020 word. Tom Cruise. Did you see that? That uh, yell? Oh, yeah, because or he listened he, to he, it. He was like very what? Didn't they like break some? People on, yeah, people on set weren't on following set. protocols, and mm-hmm. and Tom Cruise went on a uh, epic yelling. Like it sounded like Mission Impossible esque yelling. I was like, wow! I it really made me <laughs> made me realize where where it comes from when I see it in the movies. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is the same thing. And so he was yelling, just saying like, you guys aren't following the rules, and uh, you're if I see it again, you're going to be fired because people are we're trying to you know put food on the table for people, and you guys are just fucking off. Uh, they listen his words um <laughs> but yeah and people and then there was sort of the the people calling him uh, an asshole but then people also being like i agree with him he's making good points <laughs> right yeah well we we've gotten a lot of that uh this year you know uh people i feel like now more than ever it seems like and and this is not uh, any like factual information or anything but it really seems like people tend to be kind of one way or another you know what I mean? Like you're either like very like even with like masks, some people are super anti-mask, mm-hmm. and then other people are very you know pro-mask. I feel like there's not a ton of people kind of in the middle. Sure, I mean there's no reason. How could you be in the middle? Either wear it or don't. Uh, well, not don't. Just wear it. Um, <laughs> there's also a protest, a big part of 2019. George 2020. or 2020. George mm-hmm. Floyd. Uh, Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Um. And just the uh, you know Black Lives Matter was very big in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, and I'd say that that is a major aspect of it. Let's go through. By the way, I have a list of just a bunch of things that happened in 2020 that I think you and I probably forgot about. First Let's of do all, it. Let's go through it. One of the uh, we don't have to talk about every single one. You know, if if, if we find them interesting or not. Mexit. Do you know what Mexit is? Is that I'm assuming that's Mexico exiting something. <laughs> no. No. Uh, it's Megxit, Meghan Markle, and uh, Prince Harry oh, exiting the royal yeah. family, right? Um, and and just all the all the aggress all the aggressive sort of um, aggressive sort of uh, backlash that Meghan Markle was getting from British people and the royalty and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Right. And then a little less important, the actual Brexit happened as well, which is crazy. So right is, is I I believe it's finalized Brexit. I think so. I think so, yeah. So they're no longer part of the EU. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
uh, yeah, so England is separated from the EU, which is a pretty big deal. And it seems like, from what I can tell, a bad idea. Okay, right. no response. Uh, Parasite won an Oscar for Best Film. Uh, you probably didn't see Parasite. Did you see Parasite? I did I did not see Parasite, but we did talk about it. Parasite um, was, was w- dope. Mm-hmm. I saw it. It was awesome. Okay. Uh, did you know there were locust swarms in Africa? Yeah, I did read about that. Yep. It was uh, the worst locust swarm in decades, destroying crops in East, uh, East Africa. That's sad. Harvey Weinstein was sentenced to prison for sex crimes. And, I, and on top of that, Harvey Weinstein got COVID in uh, prison. Yep. Did, sadly, uh, he did not, uh, didn't, didn't uh, get him, did it? <laughs> no, I don't think it did, Chad. Did and and Cosby, Bill Cosby's in prison, but that wasn't. Was that maybe that was tw- that must have been twenty nineteen actually. So I I just checked for you, Jared, because I was curious about this Brexit. So Brexit, so new EU UK partnership. Where do we stand? Um, so the n- negotiators from the European Union and the United Kingdom reached an agreement. On a new partnership on the 24th of December 2020, this agreement sets out the rules, yep, that will apply between the EU and the UK from the 1st of January 2021. The European Parliament and the member states still have to approve the agreement. This process will start very soon. Uh, A transition period is in place until the 31st of December 2020. Until then, the UK must comply with all EU rules and laws. And virtually nothing will change for the public or for business. So there you go. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, on this list, they have that Vanessa Hudgens couldn't understand why people were dying from COVID was so bad. Remember that? She's like, yeah, Mm-mm. some people... Oh, is this a stupid video of ignorance where she was... I'm not going to play it. It's not worth it. But she was like, yeah, some people are dying. But, you know, what's the big deal, you know? Um and she was just really downplaying it. But this was mm. March 17th. So this was actually, that must have been like the first week that everything shut down. I think so, yeah. Um, Australia was on fire. So was California yep. for a good yep. portion I do of, remember of the beginning that. of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was pretty terrible. Jeez, the Australia Australia was engulfed in unprecedented bushfires from September 2019 through March 2020. They caused untold damage uh, and losses, though thankfully some rescue animals were re- were released back into the wild. The then over the summer it was California's turn with the largest wildfire season in the state's recorded history, according to official reports. On the bright side, Australia was also a model for combating coronavirus. That's true. So is New Zealand. They're they're living life normally over there. Yeah, they're like and yeah. I think gone. I think <laughs> Australia too, right? Haven't I think they so. Been? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find there's there's this one meme. Um, oh, and I forget what movie it's from, where the meme is like, oh yeah, and then in this year we had the the murder hornets, and then there was going to be a World War Three. I'm trying to find this Dude, meme. Yeah. That was oh, another thing. I do not remember this, but apparently at the beginning of the year, there was a lot of World War III talk mm-hmm. regarding the burning. Um, sorry, I don't know why I'm eating during this. I'm just so comfortable with you, Chad. Here, here we go. Here we go. How's how's 2020 so far? Here, let me, I wonder if I can. Uh, okay, here. So, 
Uh, one second here. My computer's being a little slow. All right, here we go. How's 2020 so far in a meme? So it's a it's a picture with... Oh, I don't, I don't know. That, okay, anyways. Uh, how's 2020 so far? Oh, we almost had World War III uh, and Trump. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Um, they And this just goes to show, obviously, memes being, you know, jokes. But it's like... And Trump was in a peach, meaning, you know, they, they wanted impeach, right? They, yeah, um, he was impeached. Right. Uh, and and I couldn't wipe oh. my ass for a while that, because um, of the, the toilet seat. Is that seat. Paul Rudd and John Leguizamo? Yes. Yes. Yep. That's that the pretty meme. Good. That was pretty good. Yeah. And and yeah. And then he's like, I couldn't wipe my ass for a while because you know because of the toilet uh, paper shortage. Kim Jong Un died for a while, but then he came back. Uh, yeah, we had UFOs dude. He had and co- murder I think he had bees COVID, visit didn't us. They? Yep. Uh, I don't know if he had COVID, but he oh, okay. but he he was out of the public spotlight for like a week, a week and, and a half. And there's all that talk about his mm-hmm. sister was gonna um, yep. take over and how we should be more afraid of her. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. American media for you. <laughs> oh, this. So it's from Ant Man. I see. Okay. That, yeah. Oh, that's and, from and that, 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 makes sense. that meme has so many. Like, I saw one Jared that was like fifty panels long, and it was just yeah. all of the <laughs> naming bad everything stuff that happened. That happened. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, oh man! All right, let's talk about some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, our impeached president was acquitted, as we talked about. Yep, not surprised. Unfortunately, um, are you really not surprised? No, I'm not surprised. Mm. I mean, look, look who look who is currently That's in true. office. I mean, uh, when I say office, sorry, I mean like, look who is currently in you know our our um, the House and the Senate. <laughs> sure, you know, the look, people look that, at these people, the people that know? are in charge of of enforcing these rules, right? Are, and even are, the Democrats, in my opinion, are not very good either, Jared. Um, so you always so, have to so, throw uh, that in. <laughs> <laughs> yep, because and they're not that good yeah, either. They're not. Uh, we thought stockpiling on toilet paper uh, would save us from a virus. Yep, that, which happened that, again yeah. recently. What? What? A lot of oh, stores the, the toilet paper had shortage. It, like there, yeah, there was a second shortage happening mm-hmm. in stores because I went to Target a couple weeks ago, and the shelves were empty of toilet paper. Right. You know, um, because when you get a respiratory illness, Jared, you know you're going to need to wipe your wipe it, your butt a it lot. It really does help to highlight how unprepared society in general is. If for like if like real shit were to go down, where right. it's like like zombie apocalypse apocalypse esque, it's like we would mm-hmm. be. See, this is why I'm smarter than everyone because I bought a bidet at the beginning <laughs> of this. Uh, uh, pandemic. So you were good to go. You you haven't bought toilet paper in months, Jerry. Yeah, I, I have actually. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, you know what's crazy? I mean, J Lo and Shakira did a concert for Super Bowl Fifty Four. Oh, that's right. This year, that's right. And then we talked about when Shakira did the did the the thing that, that became a meme instantly. The Shakira oh, tongue oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. And she like and she and, and they like did like a yeah, yeah, very evocative. It was on Family dancing. Guy. It became it became a meme, I'm pretty sure. It was on Family Guy? Yeah, I thought I thought oh, Family okay. Guy did like I a believe thing you where guys. they had Shakira. I yeah, Family Guys. Right. Is it crazy to think that there was a Super Bowl this year in February? And mm-hmm. um and how close that is to when everything shut down and how it feels yeah. like the the NFL I mean, almost if, if, uh, like was like hold out for the right uh, until the Super Bowl, <laughs> right for the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Well, as much money as that thing brings in, I could see why there is probably a lot of business people in the states that would want that. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's it's been a crazy year, Jared. You know, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of uh, crazy things. Sadly, a lot of bad things as well. I'm, um, I'm not done. 
Okay, let's hear some more. You you, really, you seem like you were wrapping up or something. No, not wrapping up. I do want to eventually. I do want to talk about some of the stuff that I think was maybe some good things for you and I this year. Mm. I'd like to what, hear that for eventually. Us? Yeah. Okay. Well, has this year been all garbage for you? I feel like there's no been some no good just, things no, for you. No, right. Just, um, uh, did you, Jared Leto and the and Big Brother? Do you remember uh, the contestants of Big Brother? They had no idea that they that the. Um, about like the shutdown of the pandemic, and so oh, right, Jared Leto in the middle of the desert, right? On March seventeenth, yeah. Well, Big Brother's not in the middle of the desert. Jared Leto was. Uh, Jared Leto tweeted on March seventeenth. Wow, twelve days ago, I began a silent meditation in the desert. We were totally isolated. No phone, no communication, etc. We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. Trump praised the coronavirus uh, opinions of a doctor who believed there were are demons in, seam, in sperm. That's cool. Oh, yep. That was a weird one. Yep. Uh, people talked a lot about oh, Kanye West. He really had a year this year. Running for president. Running for president. Um, he got endorsed by Chance the Rapper and Elon Musk. It was so funny how quickly um, Chance the Rapper got like dragged, which is another popular social media term in 2020. Uh, for supporting, um, for supporting yeah, as uh, president Kanye, yeah. Uh, it, it, oh, t- oh, do you remember? Ter- oh no, I don't need to get into that. Oh, Kanye also gifted uh, Kim Kardashian a hologram of her deceased father, which is an odd mm-hmm. one. Murder Hornets. I mean, of course. When, when I mean, when you when you have all the money in the world, like some of these people do. I mean, what else do you give someone? You know, as a gift, Jared. That's true. You know. Yeah, that's true. I feel like yeah, that's yeah, that's a bold gift. Also, mm-hmm. I, I I think this year it became popular for the K-pop uh, bombing. So on like uh, oh yeah, on like uh, white supremacist or like you know Trump uh, posts uh, Proud Boys, that are going viral. Was that one of the hashtags? Proud Boys was a little different because Proud Boys was was adopted by a bunch of gay uh, gay men posting. Uh, pictures right. of, of like at like pride parades and stuff like that saying like i'm i'm like i'm a proud boy celebration i'm a proud boy too and yeah yeah. <laughs> and <it's just> like, <laughs> yeah and they're wearing oh, like leather <laughs> right uh so that was great too uh that was another co-opting of a, of a hashtag but what the k-pop stands would do stands is mm-hmm. they would um like every time some sort of uh right wing or conservative or white supremacist related thing would go viral they uh k-pop stands would just like blow like flood the comments with videos of of uh like uh clips of of famous k-pop uh performers oh here's another big one everything is cake oh yeah that that was a solid month or so yep of just constantly. That's when you know people have too much time on their hands. <laughs> it really did get ridiculous, where you couldn't even mm-hmm. trust a video. Right. Um, Twitter got hacked. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. When did Twitter get hacked? Twitter got hacked. Uh, uh, oh, it was December. These things happen so quickly. Um, well, I, the the uh, God. The, so there's a uh, the, the voice of God is a, tw- a big giant mm-hmm. Twitter account. It got hacked by some uh, by someone, and then the uh, Elon Musk Twitter got hacked. Um, and a bunch of verified Twitters got hacked, and um, it was like uh, with Bitcoin ads and a bunch of other random stuff. And for mm-hmm. a um, a bit for like I would say maybe an hour or so on Twitter, verified accounts were blocked from being able to tweet. I guess until they resolved the issue or something. So there was a solid like hour or so 
where Twitter was essentially just unverified people. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. And so that was a I fun... feel like that changes the climate of Twitter quite a bit, doesn't well, it? Well, it was so funny how, how people were like, oh, God, we're free of, of all these blue checks. And people were talking about how, like, Twitter's, this is the best hour of Twitter now that we, we're not getting <laughs> flooded by garbage and stuff. Essentially saying, obviously, that, like, we're so much better than... Uh, Carol Baskin, by the way, did uh, Dancing with the Stars. She oh, really yeah. had a great year. Like, Tiger King was about... Uh, was about um, uh, a guy that ended up in prison and also got COVID, by the way. Joe Exotic. Did he really? I believe he did. But uh, Carol okay. Baskin, she really thrived this year. Mm. Uh, a whole bunch of famous people. Oh, do you want to hear the list of famous people that got COVID that I just have in front of me? Not, not really, because I'm sure okay. there's lots of them. <laughs> all right. That's a good answer. But, uh, all right. That's all I got. You clearly are uh, not interested, and that's okay. I don't blame you. Oh, there was the, also the... Uh, 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 people taking over the uh, the capital in Michigan. Uh, that was guns. crazy. And not yeah, a, oh, that was and ridiculous. And the uh, separate <laughs> um, uh, 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 kidnapping uh, plot. Big Gretch. Yeah. Got to keep Big Gretch safe, people. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. It's, yeah. It's been a ridiculous year, Jared, on so many levels. I mean, I can tell you, man, when I, when I came back in February to start off 2020, I had no idea what the year would bring, what the year would, you know, what would but happen. You knew, mm-hmm. But did you know you were coming back to a pandemic? Uh, y- yes and no. I'm going to give you a, a good old yain, as mm. our German friends would say. Um, I, remember t- I remember vividly talking to my friend Kelly, uh, who was a fellow with me in China, and both of us saying, what if we get back to the States and then it just becomes out of control over there? Um, Mm -hmm. And the difference is, you know, with the Chinese government, um, when you have a single party government, you can do very swift measures to prevent, you know, uh, a lot of stuff, you know, and and they could just enact a lot harsher lockdowns and things uh, that we really can't enforce here in the States. Um, We just uh, Americans were too. We we like our freedom and our liberty too much, and we're not gonna listen to what you know what no, Big Brother and what the government tells us. We're so. gonna kidnap the governor for trying to tell us what to do. Exactly, oh, man, crazy people. Um, but yeah, but this year I don't know, Jared. I think I think in five years from now, ten years from now, fifteen years from now, we'll look back at this year. I think as a year of challenge, obviously a year of immense difficulty and uncertainty for a lot of people but i think we'll also look back at this year as a year of a lot of growth a year of a lot of improvement a year of us in a way kind of resetting and hopefully gaining a bigger and i know this is very lofty and philosophical but gaining really a better understanding of what's important you know i i just think about how much our daily lives have changed Due to the pandemic and everything else, right? I mean, the fact that we're doing this podcast remotely when, you know, I could be at your place or you could be at my place pretty quickly um, and and just using virtual spaces more often, I'm curious to see how that will change things in the future, hopefully mm. for the better. That's um, another that's another big part of 2020 or big keyword of 2020 or phrase, I should say, working from home. Yep. That's that, true. I mean, and people losing their job, but for me at least, mm-hmm. uh, working from home—that—that's—that's that's a big, big um, uh, 2020 moment for for me. I would say. 
Right. Well, here's the other thing too, and and I'm not trying to make light of any of these people's situations who have lost their jobs because there's a lot of people out there who uh, are still struggling. Uh, But at the same time, as I said, I think this year um, has brought a lot of immense uh, challenges, uh, but it could also be a reset in in that, so say you have a job that you've been working for, who, who knows, doesn't really matter how long, but say you have a job, you lose your job, well, now is the time for you to hopefully find something new that, that you can do. You know, find something that maybe you would like better. Uh, I've heard that some people actually, there's been a, a I forget the actual statistic, but um, it seems like the, the number of people uh, enrolling in graduate schools now um, has gone up a little bit, uh, which you would think it would be the opposite because yeah. I definitely wouldn't want to try to attend school right now. Um but uh, so I think it's interesting, Jared, that, you know, right now, a lot of people have had to reassess their lives, reassess their careers, reassess a lot of things um, and also reprioritize. And uh, and maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sure. Yeah. No, I yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So what so what are some things uh, for you that have been. What have been kind of some of the good and and the bad as well of 2020 for you, Jared? Um, Reflecting back on this year, the good and the bad. Uh, I don't. I, uh, I don't even know. I like. I, I think the bad is probably well. First of all, not getting to go to uh, uh, Italy and France that was a bummer. Sure. Um, it, it made me now realize that. Um, we should be working from home all the time. Like that should be, uh, like, like there's, there's no. So that's a good. I would say so, or at least have that. I would option. agree. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, but it definitely. This is the first, the first time for me that has definitely been proved as something that's like viable. Because even me, like I tend to be someone in the past when I had the opportunities to work from home, which would just be randomly, occasionally, my, I would have, I couldn't focus at all. But after mm-hmm. working from home for nine months and it being the only option, you know, you kind of have to learn how to focus if you want to keep your job. Sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say so. So, um, so just now getting into that habit of being like, yeah, this this should be this should be uh, a normal thing was definitely a, a big for me. And then just uh, realizing that, um, uh, I don't know, I'm lazy. I, I've definitely learned that. That's been a a, a, a big, uh, it's, it's, there's nothing like, uh, yeah, it's just, it's good to know that I'm lazy, you know, I still want to, like you don't, I feel like you're not as lazy as you think, Jared, okay. I would say, but and maybe I still want to, I don't uh, live with you. I still want a, a <laughs> PS5. <laughs> nice. Nice. Then you can get the, uh, the racing. Uh, exactly. That, that game. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. Uh, let, let me think now for, for me, the good and the bad, um, well, I mean, it was, I will tell you, I was not planning on living in America uh, for 2020, and uh, that has turned out to be a fairly pleasant surprise for the most part. Um, you know, it's been great. I have seen, a, before the pandemic really hit, I got to see a few of my friends. Uh, I've been able to play tennis with one of my buddies here and there, which has been great. Uh, we wouldn't have been able to do that otherwise. Uh, some other good things as well. Um, I think it's been really challenging, but also really rewarding to uh, improve my online teaching skills, uh, kind of beef up my online teaching repertoire, as it were. Uh, so that, I think, has been a good aspect of this year. Um, and then actually, Jared, to end the year, I will um, 
pretty soon I should be done with my teacher training certificate as well. So, uh, wow. so that's another good thing. So I'll uh, be more experienced in uh, mentoring and training teachers and uh, creating workshops and events. So that will be great. Um, obviously, I'm incredibly thankful for my new job. Um, you know that I started uh, in August, so halfway through or more than halfway through uh, 2020. But that has been such a great um, honor and privilege, and I'm so thankful for for that. So that's been something really great. Um, obviously, something that was bad, I guess, or um, that came out of 2020 uh, because of just the situation and everything. Uh, you know, ending my uh, past relationship, I would say that was was a bad thing. Now, uh, I think. Um, it's turned into a good thing because I have a lot more flexibility and freedom. And if I decide to stay in the States, I uh, can and will. And if I decide to go elsewhere when things get safer, then I can also do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a tough adjustment, to be honest with you. Um, you know, when you're when you're isolated at home and then you really you yeah. know, love someone and care about someone and then, you, you know, things change a lot and that can be tough. And losing losing any form of contact in a situation like this, where it's like, listen, I I need all the contact I can I can get here. Or it's like it's you can't like sort of distract yourself. It's not you can't, but it's harder to distract yourself. Right. Right. And and what am I going to do? I'm not going to go out and like try to meet people right now. <laughs> right. You know, it's it's. Um, I'm trying to trying to be smart and be safe for the time being. That's very responsible. And, uh, yep. Yep. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think of just a couple other things to recap the year. I would say that um, 2020 has been one of those one of those years. I think where it's we are so excited for it to be over with, but I think a lot of people naively think that once the year's over, that things will be automatically better or different. And <laughs> That's I don't a, that think is that annoying. is the case. It's like, yeah. I, let's, uh, I, I, I'm, you know, all the tweets and comments, but I'm ready for 2020 to be over. Right. It's like, well, and same with what... the new year, new me. I think those are a little irritating Yeah. as well. It's like, come on, you're like, it'll be a new you for like five days. And Speaking then of new year, <laughs> new me, do you have any, any resolutions for 2020? I do have a couple, couple plans for 2020. You mean 2021, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, I, I do, do have yeah. some, some plans for 2021. Um, so, so my first one, this is, uh, I try to break them down into a few different fields, Jared, if, if that makes sense. So like one of them is fitness. So I am, we're uh, testing out our maxes the next few days. We do not days. promote diet culture here, by uh, the way. Right. We, we promote <laughs> eat what you enjoy because life is short and you gotta, you gotta enjoy it while you can. Um, so, so the first thing is I want to measure out my maxes, uh, the next few days and then figure out what that max is, uh, in my different lifts. And then, mm. uh, realistically try to go up about, uh, 12 pounds in a year. It doesn't sound like much, but, um, or wait, no, sorry. Uh, what was the number? There's a, there's a certain number. I forget what the actual number is now, but there's a certain number where unless you're like on steroids, which I am not planning on doing during 2021. That's a good resolution um, for 2021. Right. Take steroids. Uh, to not use steroids, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyways, uh, the whole point here is, Jared, I want to I wanna get stronger in 2021. So I want to increase my lifts. Uh, ideally, I'd like to uh, bench uh, more than my body weight, uh, squat and uh, deadlift twice my body weight. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. So that's one of them. Uh, a music goal of mine is I want to, uh, I just want to get a lot better at um, improvising on guitar over different styles of music. 
Uh, so that's like a kind of a music goal of mine. Um, I want to continue to uh, improve my uh, reading of Cyrillic, which is, you know, the alphabet they use in like Russian and a lot of Slavic languages. So I want mm-hmm. to improve my Cyrillic reading skills. Um, and the other thing I would like to do is I would like to have at least uh, six grand invested in something uh, by the end of 2021. I think that's very doable. Um, and if if uh, everything goes as planned, hopefully have all my student debt paid off. Okay. So those are my 2020, wow. uh, 2021 goals, uh, and I think they're fairly realistic. Uh, some of them I need to think more about how to actually execute and achieve them, but uh, we'll definitely get there. What are some of yours, Jared? Uh, um, I, I don't really have any. <laughs> okay, that's, that's I fine. I don't know. I don't really have any, like, um, uh, any, any big goals, really. Uh, I mean, I guess I, don't, I have one, but I don't really want to say it. I don't want to say it. It's a little too much, Uh-oh. you know. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, I well, don't know. You, you have to tell me off air now, because I'm, I'm sure. dying of curiosity, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I've never been a big, like, uh, resolution goal kind of person, you know. Especially, I just feel like I want to, um, you know, keep keep on keeping on. I don't know. Mm. I don't really have any, any, especially this year. Like, I feel like I was robbed <laughs> of so much time, where it's hard for me to be like, I don't know. I feel, I, this kind of feels like a lost year a little bit, where it's like, I don't know. Let's just, my goal is that I can just, like, get back into society, you know? Mm. Get back in the swing of things. Yeah. Yep, I'm I'm taking you to all the nightclubs, Jared. You're going to become right. the yeah. nightclub aficionado. I'm going to get the new new power strain of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. But yeah, it's uh, it, it it'll be an interesting year to come. That's for sure. But uh, I think the people out there who who are these oh new year new me or or 2021 just going to be so much better. It's like. I uh, hate to hate to knock you down from your your cloud world people but uh it's interesting uh, that think, that bothers you as such a positive person you like to well, stay it, positive it, it doesn't bother me Someone i just has think a positive it's, outlook on their future and you're like yeah shut up that's that's i think that's good but i think <laughs> you just being i don't know how many how many years have gone by where people say the exact same thing and get the exact same results you know what I mean? I mean, just the amount yeah. of people every year, and I'm not trying to shame anybody or put anyone down, but I mean, I would love to see just the statistics of gym memberships. You know, before COVID, when people were regularly going to the gym, you know, the, how those go from January of every year, how much that goes up, and then by February or March, it just mm-hmm. skyrockets back down because people always have kind of that same mentality. Oh, new year, new me, and and. You know, well, the best part the for the gym, by the mm-hmm. way, is that I don't think it does skyrocket down. I think that's when gyms get most of their members that just pay and never show up. Well, that's where I mean, though. Like the use yeah, of the no, gym for sure. goes no, down I know. significantly. I know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. For who, sure. Who knows? It'll, it'll be interesting to see. But I, I, I will say it is, impo- uh, it is important to stay positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is that is without a doubt, Jared. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the, our song of the pod today. Uh, we haven't done one in a while. And... Uh, you know, I was thinking this this year and the transition into next year, I think for some may cause a little bit of stress and anxiety, Jared. I think that's probably a safe thing to say. And uh, I think this song is a good way to uh, combat that a little bit. And just the title itself, I think, is some great advice, which is Breathe Deeper. And our song today is called Breathe Deeper by the group Tame Impala. We've covered them before, and they are just fantastic. What are your overall kind of thoughts? What's kind of the vibe of this uh, this jam for today, Jared? 
I mean, it's a great, it's a great Svishand and Yaren, Yaren song because it's very chill, chill mm-hmm. vibes, and um, it, it, it makes it, it's it's a great song for relaxing, you know. Which mm-hmm. is, as I said before, what I love so much about this week in between Christmas and New Year's, this free week that I have, and this is the kind of music, especially now that Christmas is over, we're done with Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Um. It's nice Speak to have for this yourself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have just some chill, you know, chill vibes, and that's what I always think of when I listen to Tame Impala's chill vibes. But it, you know, very like produced mm-hmm. chill vibes. I mean, yeah, it's 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 very clean. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like the beat and the bass line to it. It's got a nice groove to it. This is also, you know, in terms of like, in terms of indie, I guess it's not really a. Uh, uh, a long song, but I think in terms of just radio airplay, it's definitely a bit longer. It clocks in at like six minutes and twelve seconds. That's kind of long for twenty twenty. Yeah, so, <clears throat> but yeah, it's, it's got some really interesting like synths. I think in there, if I'm listening correctly, I would um, imagine so. You know, some some cool like keyboard stuff as well, um, and yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, breathe deeper i think this year let alone is is definitely a year where we need to take a good deep breath uh, going into 2021 you betcha. Uh, i'm curious to see how everything will play out next year uh there definitely will be some good i'm sure there will be some bad as well but uh I, this song will definitely take you into the next year and you can enjoy this in between year time in a more relaxed fashion that's for sure jared mm-hmm Anything else to add about our song today, Jared? No, no, you just you finished right. That was it. I can't. All right, well, say something after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well, it it is definitely a good one. Check it out, Tame Impala, uh, and I am going to drop it on our song of the pod playlist. So check it out. It is definitely a good one, uh, and it will put you in some good laid back vibes for the upcoming year. Uh, so, Jared, to recap uh, on our episode today. 2020 has definitely been quite a crazy year. Um, you know, some of the words we've talked about, you know, pandemic, lockdown, uh, we didn't mention, but I think that's another very mm-hmm. common word for this year. Uh, vaccine. I think it's very fitting that it was 2020. It's a very easy year to remember. Very mm-hmm. easy. You know, it's it's just like a perfect number. And it's like, of course... It would be a year like this. I don't know. It just seemed almost too perfect. Yeah. Dare I say? <laughs> right. Do you, Some might do you say think... pandemic. No. I'm Ooh, wa- watch out. Do you, <laughs> do you think, Jared, that uh, that we might be looking at a, a, a revamp of a new Roaring Twenties? Uh, yeah, you convinced me. Yes. Okay. I think that okay. it, p- people miss being outside. People miss going to activities, rest restaurants, mm-hmm. even restaurants. Yeah. Um, just like simple even the stuff. Grocery store, dude. Yeah, dude. Just going in the grocery store and looking around and. Yeah, last time I was know, at your place, your I was time. talking to your mom, and I was like, going into a grocery store now is like a mission. It, I used yep. to love at, like get just in, get out, wandering <laughs> down the aisles. Now I have a list, and I'm like, get these things and go. <laughs> yep. Exactly. No Dilly dallying, and I'm like hyper aware right. of how close people are to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like this isn't fun. This is just, uh, but I do think I do think 2020 has given us a, a time to rethink some things, reevaluate some things. Uh, 
I really hope that we do continue embracing the uh, working remotely and virtually. I think there are so many great things we've learned about working virtually that I hope we will continue to use in the future. I think we will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for myself as a teacher, I think there's a lot of great uh, pedagogical tools out there and they continue to improve. So I'm really excited to see what that holds in terms of the future there. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm curious to see what the Roaring 20s will be like. I'm going to give, let me give a crazy, maybe this isn't a crazy prediction here, Jared, but I want to give a prediction. And in five years from now, in 10 years from now, we can either look back at this and say, wow, Chad, you are an idiot, or holy crap, Chad, you were really right about this. I have a prediction. I bet you maybe, maybe the next five to 10 years, maybe that's too quick, but I have a feeling within the next five to 10 years, the way I think that society has been going, dating has been going, relationships have been going, especially with this year where I think people have had to change the entire way they date um, and the way they interact with other people on a romantic level, I think um, polygamy, polyamory, and polygyny are all going to become a lot more commonplace and a lot more accepted mm. in society. Now, now, how that plays out, I'm not really sure yet, but I have a feeling, you watch, within the next five to ten years, I have a feeling it's going to become more accepted for people to have multiple partners, and it either will become accepted to the point where... People just won't talk about it because it's kind of an accepted thing and we, like we don't need to talk about it or uh, or it's normalized to the point where like I'm sure you saw the article. There was an article with um, this uh, uh, woman in Florida, uh, Florida lady, I guess you could say, mm. who uh, who had four boyfriends. Uh, so, you know, oh, yeah. I think they all live in that <laughs> one place together. Um, I don't oh, yeah. know if it will be common for uh, if it will be you know one one woman and, and multiple dudes or or multiple ladies and one dude. I don't know yet, but I do think uh, that type of relationship will become more common and more accepted uh, within this next decade. Okay. Um, so that's my prediction. You heard it here uh, first. That's my Chad Stradamus uh, prediction for you uh, for the next decade. I also will say, Jared, I think there will be a return in music to more instrument-based music or digitally, but with an emphasis on people also playing instruments because this year alone, the amount of people who have taken up playing instruments as a hobby has increased a lot. And I'm willing to bet that in the next five, 10 years, we might have a couple emerging artists Mm. that kind of started to hone their craft during this year, during the pandemic. So I'm curious to see what some of these after effects of the pandemic will be. What will dating look like? What will concerts look like? What will all of the quote unquote normal things we had in 2019 that kind of ceased to exist in beginning 2020, how will that look in the next five, 10 years? So uh, we'll see. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. That's for sure. So let us know what you think about 2020 and upcoming uh, 2021 at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into those DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. You can also check us out on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, for uh, pics, clips, all sorts of great stuff there. And please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Dekuyame, muchas gracias, shusha, and dosvidanya. Crank that music, that's right. This is the time, Jared, where I wish I had like a video or a gift behind me with the fireworks going off like crazy. Oh, that would be cool. Right? Oh, they should do... Can they do like moving backgrounds? Yeah. You've never seen that on Zoom? Yeah. No. No. 
you can hear. I can I can show you right now. Just give me a second, Jared. I'll I'll show you. Here, one moment. Here. All right. See, and it's moving. Now I'm out in Aurora Borealis, Jared. You know because. The, 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 the Zool Moose Studios wasn't good enough. Had to venture outside for right. a minute. Let me cry. Let me cry. It's pretty cool. Here it comes. See, I just want to get a video of you like dancing to one of our songs of the pods, and then add that as your. Oh yeah. I the, oh, it's a little windy, Jared. <laughs> I know. Can't it quite was hear moving. you. What are you saying? It what, was what's moving that? fast. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you did not pick the best day to head out to the beach there, Jared. <laughs> yeah, <you're... laughs> and the funny thing is you disappear with the virtual background too, so I can't oh, even yeah. see you. So it's like you Yeah, you legit get blown away. Oh man, that's great. That is too too good. So how's uh, how's your cousin doing? Is He's he doing good. well? Yeah. Yeah. He's, Isn't um... it weird? That's one thing I guess we forgot to mention on today's episode. Isn't it weird? Hanging out with people socially distant, like I'm still just not quite used to it. It was weird. Like I when mean, we my- were masked up, we were sitting in like the living yep. room, but we're all masked up, and I was like, "Oh, this is weird." Um, yeah, it, it's, it feels he's strange. Like the only person I've seen this year. <laughs> That's not you, right? <laughs> yeah, feel bad for you, Jared. I feel very <laughs> bad for you. I mean, oh it's kind gosh. of the same though. I've seen my buddy Shane, and then yesterday I saw my my sister and my nephews. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I oh, I didn't tell you. I, 